Welcome in to the Game, Set and Match Tennis Podcast, our weekly look at the world of tennis and very much the focus at the moment is on the Miami Open or the Masters 1000 tournament going on in Miami. Last week, of course, we had Marcus Daniel on the program uh, from Indian Wells in California. This week, it's Michael Venus's turn, the Kiwi doubles number one, and he's going great guns too into the quarterfinals with Raven Klaassen of South Africa and a terrific performance in their second round match today against Donald Young who Mike beat in the French Open final last year. Needless to say, I'd like to remind uh, Mike about that. Great win that it was. And also, John Isner, the biggest server in the game, the tallest man out on tour, 7-5-6-3. And Mike, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, terrific performance. You guys must be stoked. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it was always going to be a very tough match with uh, how big John serves and and how well Donald plays from the back of the court. So, uh, you know, we only had a couple of chances and we managed to take those chances when they came about. So really happy with how we played and looking forward to the next match. Are the conditions in Miami quite different from what you experienced in Indian Wells? I'd imagine the heat uh, uh, is different. It's probably what, humid compared to, say, the dryness of the desert. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a little bit more humid here. Uh, and the ball seems to be, um, you know, jumping a little bit higher with that so uh you know everyone has to make the adjustments uh this week coming from last week uh that seems to be suiting our games well so we just need to keep building on it tell me about um you know facing that isn't a serve um i mean well how did you sort of plan for that did you stand back a little bit deeper in the court or did you have to make any specific adjustments yeah well it's uh it's coming from such a height that the, the angles he gets i mean it's just no one else gets those angles so uh for me, I didn't want to go too far back because then it just exposes uh, way too much room for him to work with. So uh, I tried to, you know, just stand in my normal spot and just hope that my hands were kind of quick enough to react. And um, and sometimes I actually just guessed uh, once he tossed the ball up, I just uh, took a hunt and, and moved to one side and just prepared. And, you know, I got caught going the wrong way sometimes, but uh, a couple of times uh, were the right way and was on the return. So last week, of course, you were in Indian Wells and, and, you, and you came up against a very good team in, in the second round in uh, Dodig and Ram. Uh, and, of course, Ram, Rajiv Ram was Ravan Klaassen's former partner. This week, you got your chance for revenge straight away in that first round match and you took it. Uh, you must have been particularly pleased the way you guys combined and played, um, having, I guess, learned a, a lesson or two from uh, the performance last week. Yeah, I think especially... Uh, for Raven, I'm sure it was an awkward match last week. Uh, when you've played together with someone for over a year and you know the complete ins and outs of their game, to then be on the other side of the court for the first time, it's got to be a little bit weird. So, uh, yeah, and uh, we were a little disappointed with how we executed a few things um, in Indian Wells. So, um, you know, we really worked on those things and, and came up with a plan to try and uh, execute during the match uh, to try and um, fix those things. And uh, we stuck to that throughout the match. And, um, you know, it seemed to pay off there for us. Hey, so you're into the quarterfinals now. I mean, that's just great, isn't it? At, at a big tournament like this, for, for listeners maybe tuning in for the first time, the tournaments we're talking about are the big Masters 1000 tournaments. So these are the biggest tournaments outside the Grand Slams with uh, really quality fields, aren't they? So the way you're playing uh, together, is it just a case of this combination that you've got with Raven is, is starting to flourish because you've had more and more time on court, more and more time practicing together? Yeah, definitely. Uh, every week uh, we seem to have found one or two new things that seem to help us and 
we'll just continue to try and work on those things and just keep improving together. So, uh, you know, we're, we're both really enjoying it out there. Um, we're very similar in a lot of ways and, and our game styles seem to mesh quite well. So, um, yeah, I mean, we just need to keep working and, and just keep trying to get better and keep putting ourselves in positions and matches. How does the Miami tournament, just as a setup, compare to, say, Indian Wells? Marcus Daniel was talking last week about how it's just, uh, it felt like a grand slam last week. Of course, it's the combined draw. You've got the, the men and the women. It's a similar uh, situation with uh, big draws combined this week. Uh, has the tournament got a similar feel, or is it, is, is it quite different? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, different um, in quite a few ways. Uh, you know, out here it's a completely different scenery and, I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. We're right on the beach out here and that uh, different in terms of, you know, it's a bit further from the hotel to the courts each day um, and just, just some of those other little things. So, uh, you know, every tournament has uh, has their positives and, and things that potentially other tournaments do better. So, uh, you know, really enjoying uh, being down here in Miami and hopefully we can keep moving forward. Now, Michael Venus, you of course travel with your uh, fiance Sally. Um, I take it in a place like Miami, what she gets out and about and does the shopping, and you get out for a surf and in the day between matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I wish I uh, was able to do that, but uh, no. I mean, it's um, you know we're back in here for um, probably the same amount of hours uh, on match days with uh, trying to get all our work in and be prepared for the following day for our matches. So. Uh, you know, at the end of the tournament, um, you know, I think we'll go and try and enjoy the city a little bit and and do something different, get away from tennis, and then uh, be time to, uh, I think, have a week off and then uh, get ready for the next tournament after that. Yes, and the next tournament after that, uh, and you can tell me where it's going to be. I'm sure you've got your schedule planned, but you will be, what, changing attention, uh, changing the shoes, getting ready for the dirt, the clay, uh, because uh, the next couple of months, it's, it's, it's that transition, isn't it? You go from the hard courts to the uh, to the European clay court season. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll have to find out where the clay court shoes are uh, stored away at and uh, put them on and get used to sliding away on the dirt. So... Um, yeah, I'm re- really looking forward to, uh, you know, getting back on it uh, after the success I had last year. Um, so hopefully, uh, you know, I can kind of have some of those results again this year. Before we get to that, though, there's an all-important uh, match to come up for you here at the uh, Miami Masters or the, the Miami Open, of course, as the tournament's called. You've got the Bryan brothers next in the quarterfinals. Uh, I mean, this this is a team that's won 16 Grand Slam titles, well over 100 ATP doubles titles together. They are the, the biggest name in the sport of doubles, aren't they? Uh, and, a, and a great opportunity for you and Raven to test yourselves against them. Yeah, no, definitely. So, uh, you know, they've had a good start to the year. Um, so, um, yeah, no, we really good uh, challenge for us and opportunity at the same time. Uh, I think Raven's beaten them a couple of times previously. So, um, you know, um, we'll have a word to him and see kind of what things he knows about them. Uh, and, and same thing, come up with a plan and just go out there and try and execute it. But, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter too much who's on the other side of the net. We still need to take care of the things we can control. And um, when chances come, we need to kind of step up and take them. Uh, have you played them before? Yeah, I've played them couple times now and uh, have lost each time. So, uh, uh, you know, I'd love to uh, be on the other side of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Have a chat to Marcus. He's played them twice in the last two weeks. He might give you a tip. We know we know at least one of them's left-handed and one of them's right-handed. So another left-handed, right-handed combination like you had against uh, Isner and Young. 
Yeah, exactly. So uh, I actually watched both of the matches uh, that Marcus played against them. So, uh, you know, I've seen them play, um, I guess, a fair bit over the last couple of weeks and that. So, uh, you know, there's there's not too many surprises out there. Um, so, yeah, we just need to prepare right and, and be ready to go. You've had a fairly intense few weeks out on the tour. Uh, and, to, you know, I was uh, talking to, to Sally off here and she was sort of saying, oh, you've got to go to the physio. You went straight after the match for physio and then you do physio again. Uh, you've had another 45-minute session. Is that a typical day for you on match days where you get quite intensive physio after a game? Uh, just tell us sort of how a match day, a typical match day pans out for you in terms of your preparation and your post-match. Yeah, so, um, you know, I try and go through the same routines and stay on top of things so my body kind of stays fresh and ready to go uh, throughout the year. You know, we have a long, long season, 10, 11 months, so you need to stay on top of things so they don't get worse. So uh, I normally arrive at the courts and do 45 minutes to an hour of um, kind of loosening up things, trying to get my body ready and then have a little break, have a little bit of food and do some footwork and go out there and warm up for the match. Uh have another little break, a little bit more food, and um, it's time to uh, do some more footwork and be ready to go for the match. Uh, then once that winds down, some stretching and uh, recovery and, and massage and see the physio for what needs to be taken care of. So, you know, you end up spending, you know, the whole day here at the court and, and uh, you know, so maybe an hour and a half match, but it's the things you need to do to so see you're ready to go and fresh for the following day and you can keep, keep going for it. Great stuff. We've been chatting to Michael Venus, uh, top New Zealand doubles player, ranked 16th in the Emirates ATP rankings at the moment. Uh, and I know, Mike, uh, you will go up uh, as a result of your win. Uh, and, of course, if you keep winning, you'll, you'll go up even further. Uh, have, finally, have, where will you start the clay court season this year? Where's your first tournament? Um, I think right now we're, we're trying to decide if we play uh, Marrakesh, the ATP there, or if we wait to start the following week in uh, Monte Carlo. So... Uh, I think it will depend a little bit how we go the rest of the week here. Um, so after once we're done here in Miami, then we'll sit down and have a chat and let's see what's best. So, uh, yeah, we'll know more at the end of the week. Have you been to Monte Carlo before? Have you played there before? I don't think you have, have you? No, I've never been there before. So it's somewhere that I'm <laughs> very excited to go to and, and looking forward to, uh, to being there for sure. Take lots of dollars uh, for sure. Uh, go to the casino <laughs> if you, and, and, and and just be prepared for Sally to go shopping. It's all I can say, Mike. Hey, appreciate having you on the uh, on the Game Set and Match podcast this week. Congratulations on making the quarterfinals, and let's hope uh, you can go further uh, at the uh, Miami Open. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. See ya. So that is Michael Venus uh, joining me on the Game Set and Match podcast. Podcast. The other big news coming out of Miami this week was the first round loss for Roger Federer. After making the final and losing to Juan Martín del Potro in Indian Wells, Federer uh, loses to Tanasi Kokonakis, a very young but a very talented Australian who's had a lot of injury problems, 7-6 in the third set. And so Federer bounced out in the second round, his first match in Miami, drops a lot of ranking points, and that means that Rafael Nadal will take over the world number one ranking next week, and he'll hold that ranking right through the clay court season. Of course, Roger Federer also announcing in Miami that he won't play the clay court season. He'll return on the grass as he tries to get ready to defend Wimbledon in June and early July. That's it from Game Set and Match this week. I'll be back again next week with another wrap from the world of tennis.